0: My podcast is legally an adult now. Hello everybody, this is Kaylin with again. I was saying my podcast is legally an adult because this is episode 18. Woohoo! We made it into adulthood. I'm so excited. Today I'm going to share with you an interview that I conducted with a lady named Abigail Wells, and she is from Bearable Apparel, but first I want to catch you up on everything that's been going on in my world. I was interviewed because over a year ago we did implement a reusable cut program in the cafeterias where I work, so that was pretty cool being interviewed. I want to take a minute to tell you about how our program works. It's pretty simple. We used to allow customers to bring in any reusable cup and they would get a discount. The problem was we had people who would take advantage of that. They would bring in the big gulps from 7-Eleven and then they'd be shocked that we wouldn't honor the 99 cent price when they're walking away with five or six beverages at once. So we did implement, you must use our reusable cup, but it was still a win-win because the customers who bought our reusable cup, they now get permanent discounts every single time that they use it going forward. And then it helps us because we're reducing paper cost and not just the paper cup, but also the straw and the lid. And we're reducing the waste of the cafeteria as well. One thing the interview person had asked me about is if the cup was sourced sustainably. And I'd sit there and think about it. I was like, well... And she was asking about like the metals and the materials of the cup. And I was like, well, that... Unfortunately, that wasn't our focus, so that's a a lesson learned for anybody who's going to be implementing something like this. We were more focused on getting a reasonably priced cup that was of high quality, one that would keep hot beverages hot for a long time and keep cold beverages cold for a long time. We did get it from a local person, so we did support locally, and we used a local graphics designer to put our logo on it. But overall, I still think that main target of reducing waste and taking steps towards creating a better earth, I still believe that we achieve those goals. Did we do it perfectly? No. But that's why I'm sharing this with you. That way if you ever want to implement this where you work or go to school or a cafeteria where you eat, if you want to suggest just whatever you want to do with this information, now you'll know some of the lessons learned. Another thing I did this week is I realized that My deodorant is running low. And I thought, oh, geez, I need to order new deodorant. Okay, cool. This is my opportunity. Let's go for zero waste deodorant. I had to do a lot, a lot of research. I could find all sorts of all natural deodorant. I had an extremely hard time finding zero waste deodorant. To be honest, I didn't really care if it was all natural or not. (laughs) I was just trying to find zero waste. I found a brand called elevated and its Pitts, capital pits capital p i t s exclamation point pits natural deodorant i thought okay um, it's by taylorsnatural.com i thought cool so it's aluminum free and all this other stuff free it's all natural to be honest i don't i don't really understand why aluminum is so bad i it's a toxin, I get that, but I still don't understand. I haven't done any work, I haven't done any research or any effort into figuring out why it's so bad. But I thought I'd give this a shot. So the deodorant is all natural, and it's in zero waste packaging. This was $10.50, 12 60 something when you add in taxes and shipping. It's in a little glass jar with a metal lid, and it's two ounces. It's pretty small, to be honest. So I think it's a little bit pricey compared to the other stuff. But the other stuff is not as good quality. My Suave deodorant, that's usually a dollar or two if it's on sale and I have a coupon. So it's in a zero waste container. And then the packaging, when they mail it to you, is also zero waste. So I do respect that. They wrapped it up in cardboard and then they had it in a paper type envelope. And they even had sustainable tape on top. Like it was the, like a brown paper tape with string in it. So everything was... Zero waste, compostable is was fantastic. But it does come with a little handout, I guess. And I'm going to read it to you because I found it kind of funny. Elevated pits, natural deodor, all day protection, free of no nos. Pure, natural, scented with pure EOs. Oh, essential oils. I didn't know what EOs was. Paraben free, fragrance free, aluminum free, plastic free containers, vegan and paleo friendly cruelty-free. So this is, you know, if you're trying to do the right thing, this has got all of the check marks. Handcrafted and local, made in the USA with as many locally sourced ingredients as possible. Great, cool. So I am supporting locals. Good. That wasn't really even my focus, but I'm glad that I could be supportive on those categories as well. Okay, that wasn't the funny part. You flip it over. Here's the funny part. Well, here's the interesting part. Elevated pits, natural deodorant, FAQs also known as frequently asked questions on natural deodorants. Natural deodorants have many variables to them. Here are some of the most common. Question, it isn't working to control my odor. I still stink. Why? So their answer is your body is detoxing. Your body needs time to adjust to natural deodorants. If you're switching from a non-natural deodorant like me, it may take on average two to eight weeks for pits to be fully effective. So stick with it. Another question, I'm getting a rash from it. Why? (laughs) Answer, your body is detoxing and the toxins are creating a rash. Many times when switching from a toxic deodorant to a natural one, your body will release the toxins and it can cause irritation. This type of rash can stick around from two to four weeks. So, so far I can smell between two to eight weeks and I could possibly have a rash from two to four weeks. If it does not clear up by then, contact us and try one of our following 1 try our super sensitive pits 2 try our balancing spray 3 go without deodorant another possible answer your body is adjusting to new ph levels this can happen even after using natural deodorants for a while the best solution for this is using our pits detox balancing spray spray under arms and let dry apply deodorant and repeat for a week if it does not work Take one week off from deodorant and use the spray only. Begin using deodorant again after a week has passed. Okay, awesome. (laughs) Let's give this a shot. (laughs) Now that I've had all my warnings and explanations on what to expect. So I did. I took a nice shower and scrubbed off any of the old deodorant remnants and put this on. The way this works, because it is in a jar, you have to take the lid off. It's a thick paste almost. It says take like a dime size amount and rub that into your armpits. So I did. I did that on each one. This is made from, let me flip it over for the ingredients. This is made from shea butter, olive oil, virgin macadamia, and coconut oil, herbal blend, magnesium oil, aluminum-free baking soda, arrowroot, and essential oils of lavender, orange, and tea tree. And the name of it is called So Fresh. That's the fragrance that I picked out was So Fresh. And I did read that on the description on the website, lavender, orange, and tea tree. And I was like, cool, all right. So So Fresh to me should smell like baby powder or clean linen. And if anything, it's gonna have lavender, orange, and tea tree. So it'll still have a very nice, almost fruity, sweet kind of smell to it. This smells like tea tree and that is it. (laughs) this smells manly. (laughs) This smells very manly. I already said like you take the dime and you rub it in your armpits. But then what happens is your fingertips are all greasy because it is the coconut oil blend. So now your fingertips are all greasy and I smell like a man. (laughs) So after you put it on in your armpits, you have to wash your hands with soap in order to get that greasy essence off. And then I would kind of walk around with my arms up, letting air hit my armpits for it to kind of dry out I showered yesterday morning and put it on yesterday morning. I put it on again last night before bed. And then I put on a third layer this morning before church. I'll tell you what, every time the fragrance is just, it's strong. It takes almost, it takes about a good eight hours to wear off. Maybe it's because I'm pregnant and my nose is really sensitive. I don't know. But I'm not a fan of the fragrance. I will keep using it. I will keep trying. I'm definitely considering getting a different one with a different fragrance because this fragrance is too strong for me. Have you ever just had deodorant and switched it up for new fragrance and it almost feels like a different person is like following you or something? And then you realize, oh, that's me. I'm that smell. I'm that new smell. You're trying to figure out what that new smell is. I'm not a fan of the application, but I understand if you're going to go zero waste, you're going to have to put in a little bit more effort. So I'm not a fan that I have to wash my hands with soap every single time I put on deodorant. And I'm not really a fan of how strong the fragrance is. But I don't smell like BO. So it is working to that extent. I have not done a workout with it to really test it out. So far it's just deodorant. So I'm not sure how well the antiperspirant part is. Because it has been cooler weather. So I have not tested out the sweating scenario as of yet. But I'll keep you up to date. It's only been two days. The last thing I wanted to update everybody on... So I have my website, startingsustainability.com. And I first created this back in July when I, well, I created it before that I was working on it, but I launched it back in July and I would check every day, every single day. And then it became maybe every other day. And I would check for comments or feedback because I'd put the episodes up there. I'd put posts on there, articles, everything went on there. And I kept checking and I kept checking and I was getting zero feedback. It got to the point where I stopped checking because I didn't want to continue being disappointed. And I put on, I set it up to where I would just receive a notification when I got a comment. That way I wouldn't continue with the disappointment. Apparently that notification did not work. And I noticed last week after I posted the episode that I had all these comments. I wanted to take the time now to share some of the feedback that I got from You amazing listeners. Jamie mentioned that you can also use bamboo Q-tips as an alternative eco option. Heck yeah. And she says that she also does the shampoo bars and that they are amazing and that she loves them. She is lucky enough to have a zero waste store near her that she can support. I don't have that. But if you do, anybody out there, if you do, please support the zero waste store. I want them to stay in business because they're doing such good for this world. Faith commented that you can use a regular bar of soap for shaving your legs <laughs> or for other shaving items, which is awesome. I need to try that. There are also special soap bars. they are also shaving bars, like it's a a shaving soap bar. I'm trying to find those somewhere. That was on my to-do list this weekend to go shopping and find that somewhere, but it didn't happen this weekend. And Faith also mentioned... If you're doing your laundry year-round, well, yeah, you'd be doing it year-round. Faith also mentioned that you can use a dryer rack if you need to dry your clothes indoors all year-round or on a rainy day. Perfect. Great suggestion. I love it. And Faith did call me out, and I appreciate it because she has a very valid point. She mentioned that I... I reference getting a lot of items on Amazon. And the reason I do that is because I want to make sure that it's pertainable to all the listeners. And I know everybody has access to Amazon. But she suggested, if you're able to, purchase items from smaller or more local retailers. Because this will have less packaging and reduce transportation emissions. Very true. And if you're in an area where this doesn't exist, like me where I'm not, then you can try buying from an online store that has a specific sustainability focus. And she recommends to lifewithoutplastic.com or plasticfreestore.com. I didn't even know that these websites existed. Thank you so much for sharing. I hope everybody gets a chance to check out those websites. Keep the feedback coming. I love all my listeners. I love getting feedback. If you think of stuff that I haven't thought of yet, I'm so happy to share it with everybody. Okay. We are done catching up. It is time to get on to the interview with Abigail Wells. So here it is. Hello, everybody. This is Kaylin Chenoweth again with Starting Sustainability. And today I have a guest that I'm interviewing. I met our guest on a Facebook group that's about sustainability. And I found her business very interesting. And I invited her to be a guest on the podcast. I thought you would find her story inspirational please join me in welcoming Abigail Wells. So welcome Abigail.
1: Hello, thank you for having me on.
0: All right, thank you for taking the time to let me interview you, I appreciate it. So your business is called Bearable Apparel, which is fun to say and adorable. Would you please explain (laughs) what your business is?
1: Yeah, Um, so at Bearable Apparel, we're a pretty small company. And we facilitate the exchange of pre-owned clothing, shoes, and accessories. Um, we give second chance to items that would have otherwise been discarded, put into the landfill. And we hope to provide our customers with opportunity to give those fashionable quality pieces a second life in a new home.
0: Awesome. I mean, you just started a business. I know that it's not that simple. Can you tell us about, about you and your journey on starting Bearable Apparel? Yeah,
1: um, so I've always had a passion for clothing and fashion, um, but when we really started moving our household and our personal lives into more of a zero-waste life, we looked harder at fast fashion and its impact, and we immediately knew that we needed to find an alternative. So once we started changing our lives personally and found out how much money we were saving, we wanted to share those savings with with other people and also have the chance to educate them on the fashion industry and tell them that there are other sustainable options out there. Um, so we started really small in 2017 just selling locally or helping friends and families or you know friends and family find new pieces for their closet that they've been looking for and we realized that people were really interested in what we had to tell them and it was really easy for people to make the switch um, so we've been growing ever since, and now we're branching out into marketing and getting a lot bigger, and it's
0: really exciting. Awesome. That's really cool. You've branched out. Where all where all is it available? Uh, we use the
1: platforms Poshmark and eBay to sell all of our items. Um, and through eBay, um, thank goodness for them, we actually have the opportunity to sell worldwide. Uh, with very few exceptions of countries, and then Poshmark is U.S. only, but it's a very fun platform to sell on as well.
0: That's fantastic to hear, because this podcast, even though I'm actually in Indianapolis, Indiana, well, I'm in Franklin, which is just south of Indianapolis, and you're out in Colorado, but it's really cool to know that this podcast reaches all over the globe, so it's sometimes it's hard to find mm-hmm. topics to talk about and people to interview where it pertains to everybody around the world, so I'm glad that this is at least accessible to everybody around the world. That's that's really wonderful. You were touching base on you're doing this for sustainable reasons. So, what are wearable apparel sustainable plans as a company?
1: Well, recently, um, one of the most exciting things for us has been switching to recyclable and post-consumer waste packaging and chip materials. So, um, we switched to recycled um, Tyvek poly mailers. We try to use cardboard boxes as much as we can. Um, And we try to pretty much eliminate plastic from everything that we ship out. So that was really big Um, and it took us a lot of time to find the perfect materials that we are actually like proud to offer and we don't have to charge um, an extra shipping cost like a lot of the bigger companies do. Um, And then leading up into 2020, we're actually working on becoming 1% of the planet certified, which means that we're going to give back 1% of our yearly revenue to nonprofit organizations that support the environment. So that's um, like a really popular way to give back, but also really big steps for us because we're such a small company. And then in our community specifically, we spend hundreds of dollars a week with local nonprofits um, just to gain inventory. So by doing that, we're providing assistance to over 100,000 Denver residents, and we feel really strongly and proud to know that we're starting change at our local economy, as well as spreading out wide.
0: As you should, that is something you're very proud of. Real quick, I wanna go back. you mentioned um, some type of mailer. I've not heard of that before. Can you explain what that mailer package is?
1: Uh, it's the Tyvek mailer. It's made of I think like 35% of post-consumer waste and then the additional is um, recyclable.
0: So is that recyclable it's, like in your bin or do you have to go to a special recycling place like like you know the grocery store plastic sacks you can't throw those in your recycling. Oh. Place, but there are certain locations where you can go to drop those off. Is it an item like that?
1: It's um, the number two recyclable, which is usually just able to be put in your bin. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. I like it better when I can just stick it right in my bin. I don't have to drive anywhere. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Exactly.
0: That's a lot of research. Good for you. Do yeah, you-
1: it took us a while to find something that was, you know, helpful because a lot of people make products that are greenwashed and it's hard to get into the research and understand what you're actually buying.
0: Yeah, it's it's daunting when you get into the research. I get overwhelmed sometimes. <laughs> so thank you very much for explaining that. Beginning, you would kind of touch base about how fast fashion has an impact. Can, do you have any facts or figures in regards to that or anything in your business and how much money has been saved by purchasing secondhand? Anything like along those lines?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, there's a lot about fast fashion and it's really kind of hard to like hone down on one specific part of it that is terrible because when you start looking into it you just feel like all of the evil is pushing you down at bearable apparel we offer items at up to 90 percent off their retail value and in 2017 it was estimated that u.s shoppers saved seven billion dollars by shopping second hand but only three out of 20 Americans shop this way. While there is a stigma around secondhand clothing, the fast fashion industry negatively impacts our world in a lot of ways. First, fast fashion in general, if you don't know what that is, it is designed to be replaced quickly, cost you more with a lower quality, shorter lasting material. So 12.8 million tons of clothing is sent to the landfill every year in the US alone. And these cheap materials being used take over 200 years to break down of which time they're leaking harmful chemicals and dyes into our soil, our groundwater, um, just into the earth. It's not a surprise that producing those materials is even more harmful to the planet by contaminating our water supply further and very heavily contributing to the CO2 crisis. Um, fast fashion is only second to oil as the world's largest polluter. Wow. So it's really something that people like, it's not something you really think about when you're just heading to target, but you really. Are contributing to something much bigger than just your closet, and additionally, the clothing may come from facilities that are taking advantage of cheap and unsafe labor, um, child labor practices. So it's not only an environmental issue; it's also a societal issue.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, on on my podcast, on episode eight, for anybody who's kind of new to the podcast, if you go back, episode eight, I touch based on fast fashion have a few tips and facts and figures. Yours are a lot more in-depth and more eye-opening, so I'm really glad that you shared all of those with us. I'm really appreciative of all the efforts that you are doing with your company and helping like helping with the second hand and, and, re- and reducing the impact that fast fashion is having. If Thank you. If customers or listeners of this podcast want to go and support your business and check out your products, where would they go?
1: The easiest place to connect with us is on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, from there, you can find links to our Poshmark or eBay. You can keep up with things that we're doing, um, promotions that we're running, and just connect with us on a level. Show us what you're buying, and we all have fun on there.
0: Good, good. And I'm going to ask the question that I'm sure a lot of people are thinking. So, if I get these items and they don't fit because I'm a woman and I'm curvy and you know different from the next woman who's different from the woman mm-hmm. after that <laughs> so sometimes it looks real cute online and then when you get it, it doesn't quite fit so is there a return process or an exchange how does that work
1: yes uh, so we do offer free returns on almost all of our items we will pay to have it shipped back to us and give you a refund um, other than that we're always available to help you if you have questions And we're proud to say that we do have over 2,000 happy customers and 100% positive feedback from eBay. So we do take our customer service seriously, and we are always there to help you with measurements or um, material questions, anything you need to ask.
0: Oh, that is wonderful. Because there are a lot of secondhand shops, at least the ones locally for me, when you go there, you buy it, you're done. There aren't any returns. So I'm really happy you offer that. You understand the importance of that. You mentioned that you will support your local businesses and spend money there in order to get the secondhand items. But what if people like me have clothes and I would like to donate them to your business? Is there a way that we could do that?
1: Uh, Yes, we do provide free shipping labels if anyone wants to send us their clothing so that they don't have to uh, take them to a local store or uh, throw them away. Please don't throw them away. Um But we also offer consignment services, and we'd be happy to work with anyone that was looking to sell their clothing with us so that they're getting something out of it too.
0: even better. I like that <laughs> i 'm always about making extra money if I can, <laughs> yeah,
1: just a little side cash always works
0: that's pretty much answering everything I can think of in regards to the business. Was there anything else that you wanted to mention that maybe i didn't ask in regards to your business?
1: No, not a lot. I mean, we just want to tell people that to consider when you're out that you choose where to spend your money and when you start looking into these things just take into consideration what impact your money has and we hope that if you do choose to shop with us that um, every small change is a step in the right direction and our business tries to create solutions in every aspect of our business so we're really proud of that and we hope that you can come visit us
0: I would like to ask you a personal question now. What is the strangest thing that you have done in the name of sustainability?
1: Okay, Um, well, we do have pretty close to a zero waste household. I mean, we do our best, everybody has downfalls. Um, But the kind of kookiest thing that everyone always wants to know about is that we did switch to a bidet in our bathroom (laughs) Um, And it's not just for the rich and famous. It's actually um, a really sustainable way of converting your bathroom. And honestly, we will never switch back. There's nothing that could make us give up our bidet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I'm really glad to hear that. Abigail, you mentioned you would like to offer um, some exclusive deal or discount for the listeners. Would you like to explain that now?
1: Yeah. Um, so we are excited to offer 10% off for all of the starting sustainability listeners and you can take advantage of that offer by contacting us through either our social media or our sellers platforms before purchasing an item. Uh, there's no exclusions and we're already running a 10% off sale. Uh, so we will stack that with our current, uh, with this current promotion. And then also, um, we're running an amazing non-toxic low-waste laundry bundle giveaway, and you can participate in that as well on our Facebook and Instagram. Um, our friends at Earth Hero have created this bundle, and it includes dryer balls, organic soap nuts, a natural stain remover, a Cora ball, and a reusable bag for your kit.:
0: That's a really good deal. That's awesome. Very cool. Can you remind us real quick of all of the platforms where to find you
1: yeah, um, so it's just easiest to find us on Facebook and Instagram under Bearable Apparel.
0: I'm going to ask you to play a short, quick game with me just for fun because I enjoy playing games. Okay. <laughs> You'll be fine. There, there are no wrong answers. Have you ever heard of the okay. game Would You Rather? Have you heard of that game before? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, so I just have three questions. It's real short. The first one is Would You Rather? be able to control the weather or be able to talk to animals?
1: Ooh, um, I need to talk to animals right now. Like oh, okay. every day, I would like to have a discussion with animals. Um, I mean, what better way to communicate about our planet than to just talk to everything else that's living on it with us? That would be amazing.
0: That would be, that would make for awesome interviews if we could talk to birds and fish in the ocean and everything else. I agree.
1: Yeah, I think my first would probably be like, I need to talk to the gorillas and the bonobos. <laughs> yes, <laughs> That would make my
0: life. <laughs> okay, the second question is, would you rather have blue teeth or blue hair?
1: Ooh, I'm gonna go with blue hair. If I had blue teeth, it would just look like I ate something. But if I had blue hair, I would look like a cooler person than I am.
0: (laughs) That's what I was thinking. I was like, I think I'd go for the blue hair and then you could always put a hat on or, you know, maybe like add in some purple streaks. (laughs) Or You could kind of change it. Yeah.
1: Just go all the way. You gotta, you gotta just be the cooler person.
0: (laughs) And the last one is, would you rather be able to fly or be invisible?
1: probably invisible yeah I think I'd have to be invisible you could just I don't know I can imagine myself like hopping on planes and being able to travel anywhere I wanted like that would be the best part just go wherever I wanted I mean you might have to sit on someone's lap but
0: <laughs> yeah, that's I, I don't know
1: or hide in the bathroom
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is very true Awesome. Well, thank you so much for playing with me. I appreciate it. I don't have guests on my podcast very often. So when I do, I like to play a little bit game, make it a little bit more interactive. Yeah. no problem. So thank you again. I really appreciate you taking the time for the interview and sharing all of your knowledge and information with us and your, your business and how to get to it and that really awesome discount. So the listeners of starting sustainability, they just tell you, I heard you on starting sustainability. How do they let you know?
1: Yeah. um, So both eBay and Poshmark have the ability to communicate with the seller. um, So you could just let us know that way. Or you can contact us on social media and say, hey, I really like this item. I heard you on the podcast. And could you adjust the price? So we could just do that for them. Perfect.
0: All right. Well, I thank you again for your time. And it was a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you so much for sharing everything with us. Well,
1: thank you. We had a good time too. And I'm so glad that you've given us this platform to be able to talk about fast fashion and just let people know that there's another option.
0: Thank you Abigail again from Bearable Apparel for the interview. I really appreciate it. Again for everybody, it's 10% off if you mention that you heard her on the Starting Sustainability podcast. You can find her at Bearable Apparel on Facebook and on Instagram. You can purchase through eBay and Poshmark. And if you go to the Starting Sustainability Facebook group, she also has posts in there that will link you to bearable apparel and for the contest of the giveaways, which was dryer balls, organic soap nuts, natural stain remover, core ball, and a reusable delicates bag. We talked about a lot of these items in episode 13, which is all about laundry. However, soap nuts and the coraball are new items that I had not heard of, so I did some quick research for you. Soap nuts are also known as soap berries. It's basically a berry with a shell that contains a naturally cleaning agent that works like a detergent. You place the soap nuts in a fabric bag and toss them in your washing machine, and the berries contain saponin, which is the surfactant that can be used like a detergent. However, it's important to note that they only work in hot water. The coraball is a ball that you put in to your washing machine and it tosses around with your laundry and it's going to catch all the microfibers that shed off of our clothes, preventing them from getting into the waterways and into the ocean. It's a great deal. The laundry bundle is a great thing. That's all the time that we have for today. I hope everybody has a wonderful rest of your week and I will talk to you again next week. Have a good one. Bye.